Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Ah, the Lord speaks again in his word, the daily readings, phenomenal. And we're going to go through it today because God is speaking. He's speaking loud and clear to those of you who are out there freaking out, panicked, about the state of the world, politics, economics, the spiritual life of the world, what's going on with, you know, medicine, transhumanism. I mean, everything is bizarro world right now. Wrong is right. Right is wrong. Except for us, we know this. So today is for you, if you are out there wondering, worrying, maybe, maybe you are reading the word and you're looking at the signs of the times and you're freaking out, or perhaps you're listening to many visionaries and you're freaking out. I do not listen or watch any prophetic visionaries, period. End of discussion. I don't care whether they are approved in the church or not. And by the way, you are not required to believe any personal revelations. Let's remember yesterday. Do not put your trust in man or princes. Trust in God. He's your refuge. So let's listen to what he says to us today. And again, it's the beautiful book of Isaiah. If you have not read Isaiah, strongly recommend it because honestly, it's like perfect for the time that we're in right now. Okay, Isaiah 29, 17 through 24. Thus says the Lord God, But a very little while, and Lebanon shall be changed into an orchard, and the orchard be regarded as a forest. On that day the deaf shall hear the words of a book, and out of gloom and darkness the eyes of the blind shall see. The lowly will ever find joy in the Lord. 
and the poor rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. For the tyrant will be no more, and the arrogant will have gone. All who are alert to do evil will be cut off. Those who mere word condemns a man, who ensnare his defender at the gate, and leave the just man with an empty claim. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of the house of Jacob will redeem Abraham. Now Jacob will have nothing to be ashamed of, nor shall his face grow pale. When his children see the works of my hands in his midst, they shall keep my name holy. They shall reverence the Holy One of Jacob and be in awe of the God of Israel. Those who err in spirit shall acquire understanding, and those who find fault shall receive instruction. You got to read this a couple of times, but the summary in my mind was God is going to get rid of the evil, and he's going to work with those who have errors in their spirit. They're going to acquire understanding and those who find fault shall receive instruction. So those people who aren't intently evil, this is how I'm reading it. Wow, I just sneezed and I used the stop button. Very cool. <laughs> Good for you guys because you didn't have to hear that. Ah. Okay, so I just look at this and I have a lot of hope because God is basically saying, look, the deaf are going to hear the, re the words of a book. You're going to be pulled out of gloom and darkness. The blind shall see. The tyrants won't be around anymore. The arrogant will be have gone. They're going to be cut off. This is awesome. This is hope. And we don't know when God is talking about this. I believe in my heart, through my prayer, through my relationship with God, that he's going to take care of this evil, that things are going to be turned around. My opinion, my discernment, we shall see. But I'm not pressuring God for a timeline. I'm not pressuring God for anything. Honestly, I'm trusting in him and I'm having faith in him and I'm paying attention and I'm seeing what's going on. I'm digging in and finding things that are happening that maybe the broader world who's watching that Mainstream media may not know. So God has got complete control. And our responsibility, our job, is not to figure it out. <laughs> this isn't our problem. the bigger problem. We can do things and be active right where we live. 
There's no question about that. We can be vocal. We can certainly do things to help people see. But ultimately, we can only control ourselves. I've said this before, always bears repeating, because we forget all the time that we can only control our own bodies, our own thoughts, and our own deeds and actions and words. That's it. And by the way, we can only control our thoughts and our emotions and our feelings when we work with God, when we allow God to help us manage our emotions and our feelings and what's coming at us, what might be triggering us from the outside world or from other people. I mean, this is where the, this is where the battle resides within our mind, body, soul, and spirit. It's not because of what your spouse says or what your coworker says or what the TV says or what that podcaster says or what I say. If something triggers you and ticks you off, you've got to under, you've got to figure it out. Where did that come from? Why did that happen? God, help me figure this out. Oh, it's probably an attack. I'll deliver those spirits. Oh, you know, that's coming from me. Lord, I need you to change my heart. That's This is the walk. You and God. Don't worry about other people. God's telling you right here in this reading, I'm going to give the blind sight. I'm, those who err in spirit shall acquire understanding and those who find fault shall receive instruction. God's going to take care of your loved ones who aren't necessarily there. And when I say there, I mean there in terms of believing in God, a faithful life, etc. Okay, one more part. Another hopeful piece of Advent readings, Matthew 9, 27 through 31. As Jesus passed by, two blind men followed him, crying out, Son of David, have pity on us. When he entered the house, the blind men approached him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I can do this? Yes, Lord, they said to him. Then he touched their eyes and said, Let it be done for you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened. Jesus warned them sternly, see that no one knows about this, but they went out and spread the word of him throughout all that land. Another one. Are, are you seeing what Jesus is doing here? First of all, these two blind men are running after him, crying out, son of David, have pity on us. Can you imagine seeing Jesus and running behind him? Lord, help me, Lord, help me. And then... Jesus asks him the big old question, do you believe? Do you actually believe that I can do this? Or are you just giving me a bunch of lip service? Because you heard I could do it. Yes, Lord, they said to him. 
And then he quotes this powerful quote that if all of us can remember this, our prayers might be that more efficacious because we are that more, that much more confident and faith based in them, right? We're, we're trusting that God's going to do this for us. So his quote, let it be done for you according to your faith. So if you don't have much faith, you ain't going to get much sight kind of thing. You might be like a blurry guy. Kind of interesting, right? Let it be done for you according to your faith. So God really does give us some, some true power here. The more faith we have, the more hope we have, the more he's going to answer those prayers according to our faith. So let's remember that God has the plan and we're not supposed to know it. It's not our job, our responsibility to figure out when, what, who is going to happen. We need to prepare. That's exactly what Advent is all about. We should be living Advent every day, preparing to see God, reconciling our, ourselves with him. That is what we should be doing. Not worrying about the future, not wondering what is going to happen, what are the next steps, what's the date of this, the date of that, you know, or panicking and just living in this state of fear, waiting for the end to come. If you are listening to visionaries and if you are getting panicked, stop it, turn them off, walk away, go back into the word and work on your own relationship with God, which is supposed to be a mystical, supernatural experience of your own. Let's not forget what we read yesterday. Do not trust man or princes or religious Sorry, I'm not throwing all religious under the bus, but I'm saying just because they have a collar or a habit or a white coat or a suit and tie or an Armani suit or something, you know, like it doesn't matter. Those are still people who can be deceived. They may be thinking they are following an angel of light, intending to do no harm. But they could be deceived. And I can't discern their visions. I can't. I can discern them. So this Honestly, this is the whole point why I left my Radio Maria show with Christine. She was heading down a direction and a path, and I was getting people emailing me all the time in like this panic and fear. 
And I was, I, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And I knew that once Queen of Peace Media and Countdown to the Kingdom started, that I was going to get sucked into it. And I love Christine. That's her mission. My mission is to help you deepen your relationship with God, not to have you listen to all these other people who are doing it themselves. Big difference. And too many people do not discern appropriately when listening, reading, following visionaries. Be careful. Be very, very careful. You must sit with God and talk to him and ask him. He's going to give you the answer. An uncomfortable feeling. Something isn't right about this person. If that's the case. There are a lot of people that come up to me and they're like, oh, did you hear the latest blah, blah, blah. Um, No, I don't do that. (laughs) You know, more power to you, but not me. I did for a while. And honestly, it was, it was confusing to me. And I found myself living in the future, which is exactly opposite of what God wants me to do. I was constantly worried about the future. Thinking about preparing for the future. You know what? I'm preparing right now in the present. (laughs) Yes, I don't think it's bad to have some extra food and extra supplies. But I'm not at this, like, go find a flippin' refuge. Get a well on your your (laughs) land and... Yes, I bought land, but we're retiring. This has nothing to do with it. My husband's a hunter. He would prefer to hunt outside his backyard. I'm going to grow a garden if I can. But that has nothing to do with us doing this refuge thing. So I don't know. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent here. But the point is, chill, people. God's got this. You are not supposed to figure this out. You are supposed to get closer to him so that you can love yourself and love your neighbor. That's it. That's the point. And the more you love yourself, the more you love your neighbor, the more people love you, the more people are attracted to Jesus, who is living through you. Amen? Amen. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.